What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of The Spectators 182. It is April 10th, 2023. What's going on, everybody? My name is Julian. I'm here with Brooklyn, as always. Welcome in. Welcome in. It is yo, yo, April yo, yo, already. Yo. And it is, life's a little moving. It's moving quick. It's moving quick. This year is going crazy. It, it's moving quick. It's been a fun year. Like, I, I know me and you have had a lot going on with, like, our own thing. Spectators has been going crazy. Shout out Hondro. He's doing his thing, too. Like, we, we, got, a, we got a lot going on and uh, some dope announcements later on. The, not, well, not yet. Yeah, not, not yet. Not there, yet. There's, there, right. there's some, but there is one we can give you right now. There is. He one. said it's the 10th. The 22nd, that's, well, do the quick math. That's 12. 12 days away. We got our second Spectators Media event. Shout out, Sinja. We're going to be doing it with him. Sky Gallery at the Attic. Make sure you go get your tickets. Last event, we sold out. We, we trying to do the same thing. So don't, don't wait for the last minute. Don't wait for the last minute. Get your tickets while you can. Don't hit us up the day before. Hey, hey, can we come? We want it you happened. to be there. Don't do it again. It, it happened. It happened. It don't happened. do it again. Buy them so, before, you little rats. Yes. Okay. At Spectators Media, we got the link in bio. We want to oh, see you on. there. Go get your tickets. It's going to be dope. We got photographers showing all their prints. Your boy's going to be one of the headliners. So shout out got a fashion show too spectators media doing fashion shows make make sure you check that out because that's gonna be sick we also got a live performance by the black tarzan music by dj clutch shout out chef rosa gonna be whipping up some dope delicious food oh my god come on now oh my god dude go go get your tickets go get your tickets why wouldn't you go get your tickets so see you there that's it that's it why wouldn't you okay and then while you're there, you can warm up a little bit because the NBA regular season is over. Hmm. Oh, how, what better way to kill time while you wait for April 22nd than by watching some important basketball where people don't get rested? Except, wait, yeah. they will. People are they still will. getting rested because the NBA is maybe the worst league in all of North American sports for a million reasons. I love yeah. the NBA, but boy, does that suck. But it doesn't matter because this is the fun part of the year, right? The regular season in the NBA means nothing, ever. doesn't mean anything. Nobody cares. Because now it's the middle of April, and this is when it gets serious. We have the play-in tournament beginning this week. And later on, I think on Friday, Thursday or Friday is when the actual series are going to start. They so, start on Saturday. We get Saturday. the first we get the first round of games tomorrow, and then Wednesday will be the second batch of games, mm-hmm. and that's going to finish the play-in. And Saturday on the 15th, we we start the playoffs. Okay, good. I like that. So we got a couple days. If you did just make the playoffs, rest up a little bit, feel good, shake the energy out. Just a little bit. Before we get into the play-in games, though, there are a couple of weird things. Yesterday was like the end of the world in terms of the NBA universe. We're out here Mm -hmm. seeing Kenny Lofton putting up 42 no assists. <laughs> we're, see- we're, we're seeing Toby numbers. <laughs> we're put- we're seeing guys put up triple doubles that have never done it in their career. Theo Pinson doesn't even get minutes. He had a triple double last night. Shout out my boy Theo. Clay Thompson had 17 points in five minutes yesterday. He's also the third player ever to have 300 threes in a season. Shout out. Shout out. Steph, Clay. Clay, James Harden. Pretty cool list to be a part of. Very sick, very swag. So Clay did that. Then you have uh, Obi Toppin putting up 36 and just random guys put Matt McClung had like 22. And it's like, what are we doing? Like, nobody cared. It was one of those days nobody was playing. Everybody was either trying to tank or there was a point. If you checked in on the Mavericks who traded for Kyrie Irving, if you checked in on the Mavericks, they were losing. 42 to 14 to the Spurs at some point yesterday. If that doesn't warrant an investigation, I don't know what does. <laughs> There's also a weird thing. Luca came out. He essentially wants a trade because obviously this season didn't go as planned. They tried to get better. It didn't work out. Who would have thought that adding a guy who can't play defense to a team who's really bad at defense wouldn't help them win more games? Who would have thought? So I actually didn't even see that that bit of news. Well, it's like it's not like an official like I want out, but he spoke to Mark Cuban because he played the first quarter and only the first quarter. 
on their game against the Bulls. Yeah, and, and apparently, and it, like, that it was, that was it pre... Was, it was, like, Slovenia was, night, and so, like... Really? People came out to watch him, and then he didn't play. Yeah, he it was, like, predetermined, too, that he was only going to play one quarter. Yeah. And then that was... And that, so that's, they were winning. That was and the then they weren't. Yeah. No. Yeah. Bad stuff. Bad stuff. Uh, the Mavericks, um, I can't wait for it to all come crumbling down. You guys don't deserve anything good. You ruined Luka. Yeah. And you don't deserve anything good. When you ruin all-time great players, I don't wish anything good for you. No. And I'm I'm especially happy that Kyrie goes there. And that's going to be this this great duo, Batman Robin. They're they're going to be a great offense together. Guess what? You're, you're going to have a great time watching them this week. My bad. Wait, my wait, bad. Wait. My wait. bad. Yo, you know who you know who would be playing in one of these playing games <laughs> if he didn't decide to punch his teammate yesterday? Ruby mm. Gobert. You're gonna see a TikTok about this later because I haven't made an NBA TikTok in a couple of months. I have to. This Rudy Gobert trade, I said it when it happened, was really bad. It might be, it might be the worst trade in North American sports history. It might be. I don't care if every single player that the the poverty jazz decide to draft with those picks, because they they they'll fumble it. They suck too. Don't worry. Oh, they're they're going. Don't worry. Fumble. They'll fumble it. Getting they'll Donovan fumble. was lucky because the Knicks were just happening to out mid off the mid off. Like that's the only reason they got Donovan. Yeah. I'm telling you, I don't care who they get. They could they could draft four Kwame Browns with those four draft picks. And oh it's God. still the worst trade maybe in NBA history because the, the Timberwolves were like a piece and a half away from being maybe contenders, and they thought Rudy Gobert was that. They got worse with him on the court. They lost spacing. Their offense got worse. Their defense got marginally better. They're an eight seed now, and now Rudy Gobert is punching guys on the team that actually helped them win games. Right before the playoffs, too. Like that that's something that happens midseason, dog days, like you're trying to really get get everything together. That happens then. Or even training camp, where obviously we saw with Draymond and Jordan Poole. Like stuff like that happens. Okay. Right before the playoffs? Well, you know what's the worst part? Rudy Gobert's not playing in the playing game now. He's suspended yeah. one game by the Timberwolves. They're suspending yeah. him against their game against the Lakers. It's not a win or go home. If they lose, they still get one more opportunity. But I mean, this but is still. to get into the playoffs. If you win this, you're the seven seed. No, like, you're the seven seed. And and then you're playing Memphis. Like now, you want to go play Denver? No. No, you want to get bodied by Jokic? No. There, there's a million things that kind of just happened with this Timberwolves team and this organization, and they've tried. Like I really give the Timberwolves a lot of credit because they have tried. And I respect yeah. that. They're doing the opposite of the Mavericks. They've tried to make this team good over the years. They go and get D'Lo. Obviously, they get Anthony Edwards. They've gotten a couple first overall picks. And they try to go get insert player here, there, the other thing. It just doesn't work. And then you do this, and the, the chemistry's ruined by a known locker room cancer. The dude who almost started COVID in North America, like, as much as like we like to troll about it. Everest, that was, like, day zero. Yeah, he, he shut down the NBA. <laughs> And, you know, like, he's the reason they traded him was he was a locker room guy, like, not a good one, and clearly he's not anymore. And I can't wait for them to lose by 20 to LeBron tomorrow. That's going to be cool. Yeah. I'm excited for it. I want him to lose so bad. I've never rooted against an underdog so hard. Get him out of here. I'm a Vikings fan. Forget the, forget the Timberwolves. You would think you're I had a Viking fan. You're, you're, you're you not a Minnesota I, you fan. You would think I had sympathy for the Minnesota teams, though, right? You're, you you're not a Minnesota fan. Absolutely not. So. I'm good. It'd, it'd, it'd be like that. It'd be like so. that. And that's the, that's the second playoff. That's the horrible business. And Rudy Gobert, yeah. just know, like, you let your whole team down. And fan base and organization. Two whole of them organization. Now. Two organizations, two fan bases you let down now. Two. Good job. Maybe he's just trying to just run through everything. <laughs> maybe maybe that's a shtick. He, he wants to be the antagonist. I don't know. Some people yeah. some people like to watch the world burn. I don't know. Uh, Adi Asanya said it, said it best in the uh, post-fight uh, interview. 
I'm the antagonist in, uh, in his story. Yeah. I don't know. That guy sucks. Not that, since, since we talked about that. Hey, shout Izzy, out. Shout, shout out. out. Cool fight. Shout out. Cool fight. Great knockout. One of the coolest, like, stories the pic- I've the seen in a while. Was, the picture was really cool. One of the best sports pictures in history. That's that's going up there with, like, top ten. Because yeah. the, the arrow. Yeah, it was mm. just hard. It was just hard. Great post-fight interview, too. Like, one of the best I've seen. Shout out, Izzy. Shout out, Izzy. Back to NBA. Back to NBA. (laughs) Um, Okay, so let's just go over the plans, right? Uh, We'll start again with Timberwolves-Lakers. I really don't think this game will be close. Uh, The Lakers seem healthy. Um, Anthony Davis has been on a roll lately. The Lakers played some really good basketball coming into the last, like, two weeks of the the season. Mm -hmm. Timberwolves obviously out there, best defender. I don't think this will be a game. No. That's all I got for that. I got I got no desire to even contemplate LeBron losing to a Timberwolves in a one game take all. No, not at all. I'm I'm not putting any type of money on that. Like LeBron cuz they got bounced in the play in last year, right? But it was to the Warriors. No, and I I know, I know, but Or still. that was 2 years ago. I don't remember what the two years? Was, Yeah, I don't remember what the result was. And the results. The result is. I don't remember what the result was. Yeah, I I actually don't think they even made made the play in last year. No, LeBron was out. They were bad. Yeah. But I I don't see it happening. Like LeBron and and company, like they they're gonna do their thing. That the Timberwolves especially will go bear out. If he's there, maybe you lose by ten. (laughs) I like that. I like that. Now, I, now, now, now you bump it up, uh, maybe seven points. <laughs> Seventeen is crazy. I wonder what the spread is on that. I actually don't know. Uh, game cast, maybe that'll tell me. Seven and a half for the Lakers. It's a big spread. Yikes! Yikes. Okay, fair enough. Go Lakers. Uh, the other Lakers. game that's happening on Tuesday, the other eight versus seven, is going to be the Hawks and the Heat. This is a way more interesting game to me. Both of these teams had pretty recently been to the Eastern Conference Finals. They've had weird results this year. The Hawks have tried to make stuff work to go get DeJounte Murray. It just didn't really work. It didn't Nothing really went right the Hawks' way this year, but they did get into the playoffs. They're an eight seed. The Heat had a pretty terrible year by their standards. I think they had expectations. They didn't make a lot of moves in the offseason. A lot of people questioned it. Clearly, those things panned out the way we thought, where they didn't make the moves, so they weren't going to be better. They're a seven seed. They do have a team with three different guys averaging 20 points. That bodes pretty decently for the playoffs. Yeah. Um, how do you? How are you feeling about this matchup? It, it really s- sucks like for both organizations because, I mean, it, it's a fall for grace, from grace for both of them. Like, you're, you're at the upper echelon of the league or not league but conference and and now you just are like scrapping for for position and it's just like damn Damn. for an opportunity to play to play like boston yeah like like, the front office also said that they're open to just making any moves trade anyone so now like trey might be out of there the the heat or just whatever so it's gonna be interesting i I'm gonna give the edge to the the Heat just off of experience and playoff like, Jimmy is a different beast. Playoff Jimmy's a different beast, and and that's gonna be a big part. So uh, I'm gonna ride with the Heat, and I I'm comfortable with that. I'm I'm not looking at uh the Hawks really at all. So. Yeah, and what sucks about these games too is like as much as we want to like sit here and dissect these games, like how much does it really matter? <laughs> Nah, because but it's, he, but it's still fun to talk about. Like it's the only thing that I'll give the play in because I I've been a pretty big advocate against the play in, truthfully, but I do think it's fun that we get six pretty important games where teams actually try. Mm-hmm. I think that's cool. Uh, despite those teams probably not going to end up doing anything, I think just having six pretty exciting or should be pretty exciting basketball games added to a slate of a regular season that didn't really mean a whole lot, and I have some games to do, is a nice change of pace. So, I agree, but I know we talked about this a couple weeks ago. I'm checked out of the play-in games. Like, 
Yeah. Get rid of it. Yeah. They suck. Just get rid of it. You want, we we like, won 80 yeah. of them. We won 80 of them. He was down yeah. for it. He's out. Because, again, like you say, it, you it's the one these, sport. It doesn't matter. Yeah, you get these couple of cool, like, meaningful games, but... What does it really mean? Yeah. <laughs> at, at the end of the day, it just feels like you're fighting Pro, for like a participate participation you're prolonging trophy. the inevitable is what it is yeah it's... Pro- well and that and it goes to show and i think this year kind of proves that the mavericks had an opportunity to make the play and you know what they decided to do instead they decided to go for a top 10 pick instead so they lost their last two games by a million to teams they shouldn't have lost to and granted that had some more implications where the knicks like would have gotten their pick had it not been top 10 and there's a couple other you know protected stuff involved with that but it makes sense. Like, wait, do I push myself higher in the lottery or do I like prolong the inevitable? Which do I do? Depends on what your franchise and organization is kind of looking for. If you're a fringe team, like say OKC made this, uh, and they were, they were the seven seed, right? I would want them to go pretty hard and try their best and want to win because that's a young team. It's a little bit different than like a Mavericks or a Heat, for example. Like, the Heat are obviously going to try and win. No, I think they'll wind up getting into the normal play-in or the playoff, but, like, they're an old veteran team that's looking to win a championship and not really putting themselves in that situation, so. And I'm going to expect more from a 7 or 8 seed, but, like, if a 10 seed a 10 makes seed. a run out, yeah. out of the play-in, like, come on now. Yeah, dude. I don't, don't want to see that. <laughs> I don't want to see that at all. At all. Now you got to... Now you got to... 10 versus, like, what, two seed, one seed? Like, if It'd it gets that far. It'd be a one. Yeah. And, hey, again, like, if there's ever been a, a 10 versus one that maybe I'm excited for, it is OKC versus Denver. OKC's really fun. They're not going to beat Denver. They're a fun team, though. They're young and they're fun. And, like, hey, if they can if they can take Memphis to six, or not Memphis, if they can take Denver to six, maybe even seven games, that does so much for them for, like, Next year and the year after, when like they get another year, another off season, Chet Holgram comes back, like that could be fun. Yeah, th- this is huge for OKC because you're getting experience now. Yeah. When when you're that that's all that these type of games do is just get these young teams experience who aren't really used to being there. But even if they do make it, like again, that that would be great if they get them to six. Will they? Mm-hmm. Hopefully, yeah. But they they got the most um most potential like down the road to build off of this and really become yeah, something. There's not really. I mean, maybe the Pelicans are kind of in that mix too. But the Pelicans are also kind of weird. Zion's not playing like. And the report just came out that Zion's not even close to being back. So there was reports that maybe he'll be back after the play-in, but now maybe even not. Brandon Ingram was was hurt earlier in the season, so it's just like. The the sh- the ship feels like it sailed with the Pelicans a while ago. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know if there's gonna be anything. Like, what do you do? Do you do another season of hoping Zion <laughs> no. plays? You're the nine seed, dude. No. I I I how much be- think... how much better are the Pelicans if if they if they play all year? I mean, they're only three Evan. games back of Phoenix. <laughs> no, they're only three game back three games back of Phoenix. So like. There's, there's a full season of them being healthy, which, by the way, is never going to happen. There's never going to be a full season of Zion being healthy. But in theory, a full season of Zion being healthy, does that make them three games better? Maybe. Does that make mm. them contenders? No. You know, like, uh, you can be better but not contenders. Yeah. So, I honestly think they should lean towards at least like trying to a big retool if if anything else. yeah I'm, like I, I was gonna say blow it up but don't blow it up i don't think they have a lot of good pieces but yeah and, and that that's the thing like go go ahead try to retool get some other help for when zion's out bi's a, a dog like you know what's the toughest is... thing about this league though and it, it's genuinely very tough it is impossible unless you're the 2004 pistons to win without a bona fide superstar. Yeah. It's impossible. How do you get those superstars? You become the Lakers and you bring them in. You become the Miami Heat when they brought over LeBron. Or or yeah, yeah get lucky. 
And the Pelicans got incredibly lucky by getting the one pick to get Zion, and then they got unlucky that he gets hurt all the time. Yeah. I mean, look look at the trajectory right now. The Memphis Grizzlies have gotten better every single year. Yeah. They kind of got lucky they didn't pick Zion, as weird as that is to say. Would I rather have no, Zion I, than Job? 100%. But, like, yeah. look at where the teams are. Look at how they've built since then. Yeah. And, and the thing is, with, like, the Pelicans, they've brought in, like, decent pieces. They just haven't worked out. Yeah, like, CJ like McCollum's had... cool, but, like, uh, even at like the early stage, like you had uh, um, Lonzo, you had Stephen Adams, Josh Hart, like they they were trying to put it all together, and on paper they were fine. But once you I get also wanted to be known, it feels like everybody <laughs> after they've left New Orleans has gotten better. Maybe that's just maturing, but like Stephen Adams has been better than he's ever been, at least in terms of impact in the minutes he's on the court in yeah. uh, in Memphis. Uh, Josh Hart was sensational on the Knicks like since they acquired him for virtually nothing so he's been fantastic Lonzo that's a different conversation um biggest Lonzo ball hater right here me I'm him uh he plays less than Zion somehow how does that happen did he play basketball this year did he play a game no I think he was gone from I think he played I think he missed every single game yeah he was gone from the jump and it was like, uh, oh, there's a small injury, and then it became to a bigger thing. And I, I, I genuinely well, cor- correct me if I'm wrong. Was, wasn't there a report that came out that said he might not even play next year? <laughs> Just retire, like as mean as that is, like legitimately retire. It'll be three consecutive years. You can't play basketball after that. You just can't. You could. <laughs> Are you gonna Adonis be great? Haslam? Yeah. Like, well, like maybe. <laughs> hey, that 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 boy's still balling. Hit hit three uh three threes the other night. Right? You want to hear the craziest <laughs> that I've ever said? I've said a lot of crazy stuff on this on this podcast before. So I did all the math prior to the game last night for for Hassan uh, for Haslam. Why is Hassan Haslam? And um, I was like, man, like, what has he been doing? Like, why is he still in the heat? So I go through his his uh baseball or basketball reference and this dude prior to the game last night the last eight seasons since the 2015-16 season a long time ago i was in college i was a freshman in college 2015 season freshman in college (laughs) since then he prior to last night scored 176 total points total (laughs) combined (laughs) <laughs> he scored 24 last night he hit 200 on the dot baby 200 points in eight seasons bravo bravo i don't know what he has on pat riley oh he saw him cheating on every single per- partner he's ever had he saw pat riley like pull out every illegal narcotic he's ever potentially witnessed yeah. And he was selling it like illegally across the border, like out of the what he was doing. There is he saw the no big red way. button in Pat's like office, and he like read the like fine print. Like, <gasps> there is just... no way that you take up a roster spot for eight years when you could go get somebody, anybody, Any, anybody, anybody to to go give you like ten a game. Give me like seven. No, a game. dude. You know, no. give me seven. A give game. me six and a board. <laughs> Like to do anything for eight <laughs> years, eight seasons. I'm not gonna do the quick math for 82. <laughs> 82 I, he, didn't, he, didn't, he didn't play every game, but obviously, but like you know, he was there. Well, he was there. Good. He can't be that big of a supporter. He can't. He can't be that big of a locker room guy. If he was that, that good of a coach, they would have just given him a coaching job instead of taking up a roster spot. Yeah, he's taking a but roster spot. There's 12 it, per team. Well, it's not like it's not like he was LeBron or like D Wade or, or some all time great that's just like I really want him to retire with our team. Like I don't want him going anywhere else. I want him here. You're not even going to retire his number at the end of all this. So why? You why? know, you know what's like the why? Why is he part? here? <laughs> Last night he had 24, right? Uh-huh. You're not gonna like this. Oh no. It was the third highest point total in his career. <laughs> what, was, what was his highest? Like 33? Oh, I don't know. That is not. 
That is not a me question. That's that's a that's a quick little search. <laughs> it's but it, it you know it kind of it, it kind of shows his full like thing. We we're just kind of hating on the Heat for a minute there, where clearly this team was unserious. Yeah, like as much as we they wanted us to believe he was serious, he was pretty unserious. Like there's there's a zero percent chance, a a zero percent chance that they were giving a roster spot to a guy like this and like actively thinking that this was gonna go well. His career high is twenty eight. I just found it. Career high is twenty eight. And that, and he did that two times. Dub. The, the last one I guess was in oh nine. <laughs> Oh yeah. nine, we're in twenty twenty three. He was on the team for twenty years. I o- know. Oh four to oh four or oh three, nineteen years. Oh four to twenty three. What a guy! Shout out to him. What a career. It's over now, so that's good. But I feel like we've just been hating a lot this episode, and there's a reason for it because we're talking to play in teams. Yeah, like we're we're not talking about greatness. We're we're scalding people over here. Like <laughs> we're talking about teams who don't deserve this. Yeah. And the, the the worst part too is not it's not like any of these teams have like been like that far removed. Outside of OKC, they've been pretty far removed. But like it's like any of these teams have been that far removed from the playoffs where it's like at least like, hey, you're here, you did it. Like get the monkey off your back. Get back in there. Besides, like, you know, Sacramento's doing that. Shout out to Sacramento. This is their first yeah. playoff appearance in 15 years, I think. I think they had the longest active, like, sports streak. I think is what it was prior to this, uh, since the Bills started making it a couple years ago. Uh, so, you know, Sacramento, and they've been amazing this year. Like, I, I, I got no beef with the Kings. We've said that a bunch of times. No beef with the Kings. All love. Nobody else, like, in these play-ins, like, deserve this like woohoo at least they're here except OKC and I really do think OKC probably could have been higher and I think they shot themselves in the foot they, they didn't play well the last week uh they yeah. blew like a 20 point lead to Golden State and that would have really flipped the tide a lot because that would have been one plus one for them minus one for OKC imagine if or not OKC for Golden State imagine if Golden State had to play in these we'd be having a whole different episode yeah because I think Golden State's a legitimate bottom tier threat I don't think they're gonna win at all but, but the there is, is a there State, is a reality for them too. Exactly. At Where any given point in a playoff run, like Golden State could just go crazy. Yeah, they could, and that it's, that makes them the scariest team in the league. No, doesn't. It I'm, makes them I a mean, scary it, team. It's not the scariest. It, team. it makes them the scariest because no. you're expecting them not not to do it. But no. then at any point, then OKC or why I keep saying OKC Golden State. I don't know why I keep saying OKC Golden State. With Steph, obviously. Clay's been really, really good. Had a great bounce back season, so shout out to him. Um, Andrew Wiggins is back in the fold. That means a lot to them. I'm seeing a lot of people already saying they're taking him over to Kings. I'm going to pump the brakes a little bit on that. Kings have been fantastic at home. Golden State can't buy a win on the road. Yeah, I, th- I think the, it's going to be a dogfight. The only way that they can win this series is if they win a game on the road. Like, like Tactically, that's the only possible way because Sacramento is more home games, right? So they're yeah. going to have to win a game on the road. The one benefit to that, and Draymond Green alluded to it a couple weeks ago on his podcast, is that this is the team they wanted to play because the traveling. This will be their first playoff series ever as like a big three with Draymond, Clay, and Steph where they don't have over three hours of traveling for a playoff series. That's crazy. Because how, there's how no. Long, how long is the trip? It's really close. It's really Probably close. Under, Sacramento under is like hour. Sacramento is like an hour and a half bus ride. I think it's 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 not so, it's not crazy. So, they might take so a hop a hop on a plane and they get might there take a quick one. Yeah. <laughs> 20, Whereas everything minutes. else is pretty far. And I mean, obviously, if you're going from from San Francisco to L.A., it's not terrible, but it's not close. Like that's like going from. From Atlanta to to Washington, like it's not close. Damn, it is far. <laughs> I, it, it doesn't right. feel like it's far. It's far. 
So it's not like it's a close trip. This is the closest they've ever done. Sacramento Kings home games might be Golden State Warriors home games. That's the one benefit. Yeah. They might be. It's a lot of Warriors fans. I can count on two hands, not even counting my toes, just my hands, the amount of Kings fans I know. Shout out Kale. Shout out Kale. Spectator legend. Spectator legend. It's true. It really is true. <laughs> I really want the Kings to make a run. Like I'm, I'm here for it. I'm so here for it. I'm so here for it. You know why I'm especially here for it? Because like the Cinderella run that I really want is obviously the Knicks to make the finals and the and the Kings to make the finals. Yeah, yeah. Because they had one of the best regular season games this season. Knicks played Sacramento in Sacramento, and it was an amazing, amazing game. The best game of the year was. The, uh, the Clippers and, and the Kings game that went to double OT and there's like four guys with 40 points. That was insane. Mm-hmm. But this was like a close second. And so I would really like to see that those two young guys, those young teams with like limited expectations come to the year, both overperformed a little bit, make a, make a run. And it's kind of weird to say too because the East is so much better than the West this year, at least I feel like. The Knicks are a game out of being the three seed in the West. <laughs> Knicks play Cleveland in this first series. Cleveland would have been the two seed in the West. So crazy. It, it, it's a dogfight over there. Yeah, the, the Bucks are just so much better than the, the Nuggets uh, record-wise, too. Oh, like, yeah. And I, th- I think they're just a better team in general, too. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. It's hard to see. I mean... Again, the East is crazy and, and matchups and injuries and obviously all those all the things, right? This is like the first year where it feels wide open, completely wide open in a long time. Mm-hmm. I don't remember mm-hmm. the NBA ever being this wide open. And it's also like the least engaged they've ever been, which is I don't know if it's directly correlated to that. I'm not exactly sure what it's been. I think the Lakers being good is better for the league, and they weren't that good. I think that was part of it. Uh, I think Denver and Memphis being good. I think Denver, Memphis, and Sacramento being the one, two, and three seeds in the West is kind of part of the problem. Like, <laughs> those teams are fun, and I'm happy they're good, and it's like nice to see new teams be good. But like, I don't expect a single thing in the playoffs from any of those teams. Nothing. Nothing. I I, I get what you mean by that. I expect the, the the team in the finals in the West to be Phoenix, L.A., or Golden State. That's the four, five, and six because those are the teams with the championship caliber players and pedigree. And, and now when well, you that, say L.A., do you, do you mean either of the L.A.s? or No, particularly the Clippers. I don't, I don't think the Lakers are um, actually built for it. I think the Lakers just have too many flaws. The, my issue with the Clippers right now is they're going to lose to the Suns because there's no Paul George. He's not playing in the first series. So they're cooked. That's finito. Chalk it. Yeah. Playoff P is doing playoff P and disappearing. But, like, for real this time. He's like, I can't choke if I'm not there. Hey. (laughs) There's always a way around it. There's always a workaround for everything in life. Including your demons in the playoffs. Playoff demons are are bad. (laughs) Bad. You're telling me. The Raptors needed LeBron to leave. They went, they, they immediately, dude, LeBron leaves the East. The Raptors won a championship immediately. And I mean, speaking of uh, the Raptors, we, we got one more playing game. <laughs> Bulls, Raptors. Talk about a mid off. No, not a mid off. The Bulls are going to get blown out of the gym. I think the Bulls are horrible. I've said this for two years now. Nico still owes me money. From last year, mm. the, the Bulls were like seven and two, or like eight and two, or something like that. And he's like, "Damn, they're gonna win the East." And I'm like, "That's crazy." No, no, no. Uh, they didn't. <laughs> they didn't. Uh, we said similar stuff coming into this series. Like, there's no reason they'll be bad. Like, why do you think they're gonna get bad? The roster didn't change. That's why, because Zach Levine's not that good. Because Demar yeah, Derozan roster- will never replicate 29 a game. Just because like you had a an up season as a team doesn't mean you're gonna replicate that and bring it in the same roster is detrimental. 
you gotta add. You have to add. You gotta if you add. didn't win a championship, you have to add. You know what the Bucks did when they won the championship? They went and got guys. Yeah. They didn't win again the next year, but they went and got guys. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It, it's wild. It's gross. The, the only way, and I mean, this isn't even a, a good way of doing it, but the only way that bringing in the same roster is okay is if, like, you had an injury or a couple injuries and those guys didn't play. So now you're just getting those guys back. I mean, that's definitely what the Bulls were thinking. They're like, oh, well, Lonzo didn't play. Yeah, Alex exactly. Caruso. Woohoo. Oh, brother. Well, yeah. What was, like, my big anti-Bulls thing to start the year? Lonzo Ball does not move the needle. Yeah. He was like even if he's healthy, this is if if Lonzo's healthy, congrats, thirty eight seed instead of the ten. Still got a play to play in. <laughs> got one extra game to lose. You lose two instead of one. Yeah. Is being the nine seed more or is being the eight seed or seven, I guess doesn't matter which, and then losing both games more embarrassing than being the nine or ten and just losing the one? It's gotta be, right? Yeah. Because you, you were so close. You're losing all you two must do, wins. All you had to do was play better on like a back-to-back maybe, and, and you could have avoided this. Yeah, but but no, you guys decided to to stay out a little bit late, come into the back-to-back, make it a punt game, and, and literally, throw it away. I mean, if the Heat don't make it to the actual playoffs, they lost to the Nets like two weeks ago. If they beat the Nets, they're the, eight seed, they're the six seed because yeah. they would have had the head-to-head. And I, I hate bringing it and circling all the way back to regular season doesn't matter. But that, that that's the thing. Like, if, if we don't have this, then you care about those games. Yeah. But obviously, when we're in January and you're coming off of a, a tired weekend or whatever, you're throwing those games away. It, also, it just doesn't matter, dude. It just doesn't matter. That sucks. It sucks. It sucks. Yeah. It really does. It, it, it just sucks. It, like... It's annoying that, for whatever reason, this league just can't figure it out. Like, baseball is able to figure it out, and they have 162 games. They play five or six days a week, and they're able to figure out that, like, every game's important. Like, yeah, there's plenty of rest that happens in baseball. Literally, pitchers only throw once every five days. Like, there's plenty of rest, obviously. But, like, you're putting competent, breathing lineups together to try and win games, like, 80% of the time, unless you're, like, residing in oakland like yeah then, then you, and like you you lose a game in the opening series like you know that game's gonna come back to haunt you later on in the season yeah you know it if the okay. astros like dude like right now like we're not gonna talk too much baseball because we've been going on already but like astros right now they're four and six the astros start out slow every year it's not an issue they're gonna be fine blah blah blah, blah. if they don't and they eventually just even out and be normal and they lose the division by one game, you're going to look at this series they lost to two out of three to Detroit at home, and you're like, yeah. What are we doing? Yeah. And, I mean, we'll, we'll just segue into baseball. We, we both think the Raptors are going to win. The Rosen playing the Raptors in the play-in. Cool. The play-in makes me mad. Yeah. So, whatever. Shout-out to the play-in. I hope we never see it again after this season. Truly. Truly. <laughs> Truly. It's it's that simple. It is that simple. Um, yeah, we're uh, we're gonna give you a quick like over and under reaction that we did last week. Not nothing crazy. Just just it's week sprinkle. Two yeah, just sprinkle a little baseball in there. Yeah. And I mean it. It would be beyond us if we didn't talk about this, but the Rays, them them boys are nine and zero. It's it's impressive. Like I'm I'm not gonna take nothing away from them, even though mm-hmm. they haven't played anybody. Mm-hmm. Still impressive. Mm-hmm. So, but is it um what what are your reactions when it when it comes to this? Do do you think it's like something to really write home and and take to the bank, or you just yes and no? And I I know it's a cop out. Yes, I do. I think this is incredibly mm-hmm. impressive. Uh, before their game yesterday, or after their game yesterday, they were the first team after nine games to have a plus 50 run differential in, since the 1900s, like, it literally was like 1886 was like the last time that happened, right? Pretty nuts. Clearly that doesn't happen. They have a chance, if they win tomorrow, I think they play, 
to be the first team. Oh, they play tonight. They play Boston tonight. Yeah, they, they play Boston a, tonight. They have a chance to be the first team, I think, ever to go 10-0. and Pretty impressive. Yeah. If that's never happened, clearly that's like yeah, a thing to be celebrated, right? Um, yeah, absolutely. It's going to even out. Like the, the Rays aren't winning, obviously, every game this season. They're going to lose a good chunk of games. They're going to lose 50, 60 games. That's just how it goes. It's baseball, right? Yeah. Uh. Are they the best team in the sport? I mean, at the moment, maybe. I, I it's, mean, it's, it's, it's hard to say they're not right now. Yeah, it's... <laughs> like, sure. There's, they haven't played good teams. That That's part of it. The, the, the teams they've played have particularly terrible pitching. Yeah. I mean, D- Detroit and, and Oakland are not, like, teams. You're like, oh, 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 <laughs> look, oh, oh no. James Caprellian's pitching tonight. Oh no! <laughs> Whatever will we do? Brandon Lau grand slam opposite field. Like <laughs> that's like what we're of, gonna course, do. of course, of course it's gonna, gonna happen. That's what we're gonna do. But I don't know. Um, I think the impressive part so far is that the the starting pitching staff has been really really good, and that's what's yeah. that's what's impressive. Uh, Jeffrey's or Jeffrey Springs and Drew Rasmussen. Have been amazing. Drew hasn't let up. I think neither of them have given up a run yet. Both have wins early on in the season. That's their number three and four guy. Maybe two and three. It doesn't matter. That's just semantics. But that's their not ace. Giving you two complete, not full games, but two games without giving up a run. That's impressive stuff. Shout out to the Rays. They're probably going to lose at least one or two to Boston. Hopefully more. I'm rooting for Boston this year because I think they still suck. So whenever they play the Rays, go Red Sox. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, I will um, stay in division for one of my overreactions or underreactions. Okay. You tell me. You tell me how we feel about it. The Matt Chapman resurgence is going to lead an MVP candidacy. Whether he wins M- it or not. MVP. MVP. Matt Chapman. Let me just pull up these these numbers re- real quick. Got that boy talking MVP, huh? MVP. He's been very good. Matt Chapman so far this year, he's hitting so, 475 with a 523 on base percentage. He has two home runs and 14 RBIs, including a clutch grand slam last night that propelled them from a nine-point deficit to beat Otani and the Angels. I mean, I'm going to say over just because I don't think he continues this. Yeah. That So I'm going to say over, but how he's playing right now, fifth, fifth. <laughs> if that boy keeps sipping the juice and keeps on doing it, then I'm yeah, sure, absolutely. Let, let, let him be MVP. But no, nah, that's, uh, that, that's a big you bugging. <laughs> It would be pretty weird that, like, of all the people that we we think are great on this Toronto team, and I think there's plenty of fantastic hitters on this team. Bo Bichette's great. George Springer's amazing. Oh. Obviously, Vladdy's already been an MVP candidate already. Like, those are the guys on this squad. They kind of brought in Matt Chapman, and it kind of felt like a little bit of a, really? Like, why are we doing that? They had Kevin Biggio, and obviously he hasn't really played since they got him in, and Matt Chapman's been very good for this team. But... A 1.3 OPS and a 2.68 OPS plus so far with 40 at-bats in the year. He already has a one war. Yeah. Already has no, one he, war. That, that boy is balling. I'm, I'm not going to put it past him. And, I mean, the Blue Jays would love for him to keep this up because <laughs> then the trade – or did they trade him or did he I sign? Remember. I don't remember how they got him. Regardless, the, the pickup but will make it all, all right. Right. But that – that that's ridiculous. <laughs> it is insane. It it is quite. It, it is it is a lot. But Matt shout Chapman's out, he, he's, he's doing his thing. He's been balling. yeah, he's doing his thing. So I'm, I'm I'm not mad at that. <laughs> I'm not mad at that, but damn, I'm mad at it. <laughs> I'm mad at it. Oh man, you got any others for me? Um. I'm I'm surprised about this. I I haven't even really watched too too much of their games. I'm I'm just looking at it right now and <laughs> and figuring out if um, I'm overreacting to it or not. But I mean the the Brewers are seven and two. 
You want to hear something so, interesting about the Brewers? I would, I would love it because I'm... I'm <laughs> He's like, yeah, baffled. Um, in yeah. the last 23 innings, their bullpen has given up zero runs. Okay. They have the lowest bullpen ERA coming into the season after trading Josh Hader and Taylor Rogers last year. That was a big weak, quote-unquote, weakness of this team. Mm-hmm. And they've come in and they've been the best bullpen in baseball nine games in. And they're 7-2 and two, while... Cy Young Award winner and perennial Cy Young candidate at this point in the last two and a half years of his career, Corbin Burns, is 0-2 with a 9.54 ERA. He has been horrible. Corbin Burns is not going to be that bad all year. No, 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 no. He's just not, and he's been bad. I actually don't know if he wound up losing both games or not, but uh, he's 0-1. He's 0-1, 9.64 ERA. 1.71 1.71 whip, which is really bad. Uh, 5.8K per nine, which is like particularly bad for Corbin Burns. Typically, he's sitting around like nine, and he's mm-hmm. at a he's at a five. So, um, he's not pitching well at all. Yet, uh, here here the Brewers are hitting a lot of home runs. Or Christian Yelich is actually playing like half decent baseball to start the year so far. Is he? I'm, I'm hey. looking at these numbers. Hey, man, <laughs> I see Christian Yelich with a 700 OPS, and I'm like, good. Because he certainly wasn't – he didn't have a 700 OPS last no, no, last no, couple no. of years. So, uh, you know, seeing him be at least a little bit better, and he's walking more, and, and Yelich walking is a, is a really good sign for him. That means his eyes are back, right? So I think he's, I think he's got like a 380 on-base percentage or something to that tune right now. Garrett Mitchell's yeah, been incredible for them at the moment. Um I think they yeah. had uh, Bryce Chirang. He hit his first career home run the other day. He's, he's putting pretty, up some numbers. Yeah, he's been pretty good. That's the rookie. Uh, and again, Garrett Mitchell. Last year, he showed a little bit of flashes. He had a couple walk-offs. This year, he, he had a stretch this week. I think he had three home runs and like five at-bats. So he's, uh, he's looking really sharp. And uh, the Brewers look younger, which is impressive. Uh, Jesse yeah. Winker doesn't look like actually a ghost. He looks like he remembered how to like play baseball, at least to a small degree. Hey, man. It, I feel it's like we do this every year with the Brewers. We're like, ah, they didn't make moves, but it's like they kind of do that Rays thing. Because they are the Rays of the NL. Mm-hmm. Just without the semi-success. I don't know if we yeah. call the Rays what they do, success, but uh, the, the semi-success. Hey, they're raising banners over there in uh, at Tropicana Field, so I don't, I don't know what you're talking about, bro. <laughs> the Rays are pretty, su- pretty successful to me. They raised a banner this year for a wild card berth. Well, what happened in that berth? That they lost. Uh huh. Well, how'd they lose? How'd they lose? They lost to the Mariners, bro. I don't even remember how they lost. I actually don't remember. They lost to the Mariners, bro. They, they got bounced 2 2 0. To the Mariners. What they should have done is just in the parking lot, they they put the banner, they get all the fans, and they burn it. <laughs> That's crazy. That's like their sixth banner, bro. We got to let them vibe. Bro, a wild Like, I know they got a wild card banner up there already, but it's like... You, I feel like you're allowed to put one. I feel like wild card banners are fine, especially the old wild cards. It was kind of difficult to make a wild card back in the day. There was only mm-hmm. there was only one, and then there eventually became two, right? Mm-hmm. So first it was one wild card. That was yeah. getting a wild card back in like 2011 was difficult. Yeah. Then cool. you added the two, and there's a plan or not a plan, but a one game playoff. We'll give it to you. Barely, but we'll give it to you. Yeah. Now, now there's a whole series. Now there's three teams. There's three uh. teams that make a wild card, dude. You can't be hanging that banner. You can't be hanging up banners. So every other wild card from prior, keep it. It's fine. It's valid. I understand it. Especially if you won that series, too. Like, oh, well, you won that series? Yeah. Bad. Let's get it. Let's ride. But but you're, you're putting up a banner because you made it there? And then you lost to Seattle, who hasn't won a playoff series in 20 years? Nah, like, you, you got to just erase that. Never happened. I'm, I'm not here for it. Don't, don't, it's, ba- don't it's, it's bad business. It's bad business. Don't celebrate that. Because especially with how the race have been, where it's like, there's expectations. 
with yeah. them. The fans at least have expectations. Maybe not yeah, national like the, media, but like the people who follow the Rays even to a small extent. There's yeah, so it's like, yeah, the, like they feel like they're gonna win the World Series every year, and that that's cool. I love that. I like that. And about they, y'all. and and you put out a team that competes every year. Awesome. Don't put that up. Imagine if the Yankees put that up. I mean, there's no room. I'm I'm just saying. Like, but if there was room, it would be weird. Like our fans would riot. And honestly, if I'm a Rays fan, I don't like it. <laughs> it's a bad look. Yeah, put that away. Like, don't celebrate that. Again, like we we mention all the time, how how long are the Rays going to get away with just mediocrity? That that's part of it. Don't do it. Start a winning culture, and that's not how you do it. That's not. And this isn't me hating on the Rays. This isn't me hating on the Rays. It's the little things me... you do, man. It's the little yeah, things you do. like be better. Like you guys have a good organization for everything that's what it's worth. Like terrible stadium. You guys don't spend any money. You guys don't keep anybody that you guys build up with. All your stars, you let them walk or get rid of them. Like do something. And it starts with that, putting up wild card banners. Come on. Get out of here. Being content with mediocrity. Very big play in basketball vibes. Let's tie it all in. Very tie big play in basketball vibes. Yeah. That's all we got today. We can't. Th- this is a hater episode. We can't keep doing this. I, I did not expect to get I riled did, up by the, by the Rays. <laughs> but here we are. Here we go are. Go get your tickets. Sky Gallery. Sky Gallery, April 22nd. April 22nd. Make sure you go to the link in all of our socials bio to go check that out. Get tickets. Bring your friends. Bring your mama. Bring your sister. Bring your auntie. All the above. Don't care. Bring them. Uh, we'll be live again with you guys next Monday for more Spectators podcast material. Cover the first week of the playoffs, and we'll get more some more MLB action in there as well. Make sure you guys like and subscribe down below if you are watching on YouTube, and we'll see you next week. Later, everybody.